Game's over, Dean. No more second chances. No more extra lives. Time to say bye-bye to Luigi, Mario. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are talking about every single episode of TV show Supernatural. We're in the middle of season 11, Chris. How you feeling? I'm feeling you know, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, we're getting there, bro. We're, we're kind of past the halfway point. We are. We're This is episode 17, I think, of the yeah, 24. So. so we're, we're yeah. kind of getting into the last quarter of the season. Um, and I, I just... Don't know what this episode is supposed to do. What are we, this what are we, episode, what are we accomplishing with this episode, Chris? I do not know. They had some fun with the structure of the episode, um, even though they sort of did I'm glad somebody did. <laughs> time. It is an exciting episode that doesn't even bother trying to like let itself like make sense or have consequences. Yeah, and it it just seems kind of wasteful. Like it seems like you have some goodwill, and you're just you're just kind of burning it on some dumb. Like I feel like this these are these are the type of episodes that are made for commercials. And like, oh my god, Dean's dead, Sam's dead. Oh, you need to watch the show. Yeah, yeah. you have to watch the Allstate commercial now so that you can come back. Exactly. Yeah, and see what happened. Um, because I was I was engaged throughout it, mm-hmm. but as we we had a brief. Uh, conversation after we, we watched it um about just like holy shit yeah they just don't they didn't care with this one it's an adrenaline fueled um just just it's adrenaline fueled nonsense speaking of adrenaline fueled nonsense uh if you want to support the podcast you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash monster of the week and do so directly uh, i've been talking about changing stuff up that will happen in the month of april i just didn't have time to do it before april came along so uh come and check that out join it come hang out in the discord get episodes early get exclusive content all that good shit is good and you should you should hang out with us and do that chris catch us up What's on up? season 11 please all right well last time on Supernatural. Dream Daddies, Bobby and Rufus, teamed up to face off against a Soul Eater. Seven years later, Himbo Brothers Sam and Dean faced off against that same Soul Eater and that same location, crossing dimensions and streams to save the poor souls of those trapped by the monster. Meanwhile, Crowley is still on the run from Lucifer, who is still possessing Castiel, who is still, I guess, determined to find a way to kill Amara. I love it. I, um... So this is season 11, episode 17, Red Meat, written by Andrew Dabb and Robert Behrens, directed by Nina Lopez Corrado, Werewolf Attack. Uh, 
Sam and Dean battle a pair of werewolves who have captured two victims. Just as, as the brothers are about to win, one of the werewolves shoots Sam. Dean gets his brother and the victims out of the house, but learns a pack of werewolves are hot on their trail, hoping to kill them all. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. Dude, that's it. That's it. I, um... I just don't know about this episode, Chris. Like, I don't know what we're doing. It, we start out, uh, in like, what do they call this when you start out in motion? Um, it's not inflagrante delicto. That means you start out when you're fucking, what is, what is, bro, what is I the thing? I don't speak Latin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. In I'm not Studio Sam Res, Winchester, okay? In Studio Res, almost day. Ominous. Ominous, bro. Amundas, bro. <laughs> we start out with Sam and Dean in a in the middle of a fight, just fighting some fucking werewolves. Sam, and you know, I Sam's wanted to kicking. call it karate, but it's not. It's really. not. It's not karate. It's just it's just throwing punches and legs at people. That's all. Sam doesn't feel as comfortable fully falling into the martial arts when mm-hmm. he's with Dean, because that's you know they have their tag team uh, double brother bluff situation usually in these fights. Their when signature Sam's moves, by him, if you they will. have their signature double brother moves. When he's by himself, that's when he really falls into that inner warrior. I uh, he doesn't want to embarrass Dean. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't. Dean's, he Dean's doesn't. going through a rough time right now. He's he's yeah. he's got a lot of stress on his shoulders. Uh, this there's a bunch of punches and a bunch of kicks. Uh, Sam gets knocked down because of course his gun goes flying. Mm-hmm. Eventually, a werewolf gets knocked down uh, and grabs the gun and shoots Sam in the belly. And Sam just kind of grabs at his belly a little while and collapses. And uh, then we go 48 hours early, earlier. And this- I, the only thing I'll say about that intro, first of all, how many goddamn cold opens have we had with somebody dying, with one of the boys dying? Second, when Sam is like slow-mo falling after getting shot, that's the realest moment of this entire episode. Because Jared's like barely doing anything. He looks like he's an extra getting killed in a show. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that made it like way more real for me. I was like, oh shit, dude. Like he's not having a big overdramatic reaction. He's just kind of like slowly going down like, oh fuck. Oh fuck that. Okay. Oh fuck. Um, and I was like, oh, oh my God, Sammy, what's up, dude? <laughs> Padalecki, uh, it makes you wonder if they didn't tell Padalecki that he was coming back to life at the end of the episode. <laughs> if they were like, no, this is the one that we kill you. <laughs> it was so like, far. wait, are you, are you sure? We have a whole season plan. Like, what are we going to do about yeah. Amar? And they're like, don't worry about it, Padalecki. We no, got this. Well, that's not that's none of your concern, frankly. <laughs> first you let off, D worry about that. <laughs> first off, this business is labeled Nunya. And second off, <laughs> go do your acting studies, Padalecki. Get out of here. Go to the they acting got, trailer. <laughs> they got their uh, bodyguard Cliff or whatever just standing off camera with the door open to the car. Like, let's go, man. It's time to go. Get, get the fuck out of here, Padalecki, before we go. I don't know if their bodyguard's name is Cliff. I just sort of threw that out. Don't make us, don't make us, but Cliff... Make us get Cliff to put you in a headlock. Um, <laughs> everyone's just bullying Jared. Everyone's just bullying Jared constantly on the set. I, uh, uh. but yeah, so we, we're going 48 hours earlier. We're going to have a bunch of these changes in timeline. And I, and you, you mentioned it, that they have done this trick like recently. They just um, did it with the Bobby Rufus thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know why we're doing it. Like you could have just told me this story in order. Like, but they, I, you could have started with the stinger. I mean, start with the stinger and then just go 48 hours early and just put it in order instead of doing all of this back and forth stuff. Like there's one moment that this builds to where both of the brothers kind of collapse at the same time. And you think that both of them are going to die. But Chris, it's season 11, episode 17. Mm-hmm. I know Sam and Dean aren't going to die. Like, yeah. I, I like, you're not going to get me to believe that they're both dead. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen. Right. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a season one episode, but maybe the sloppy kind, mm-hmm. um, where I usually use that 
comparison as a positive thing because I love those early seasons. This is definitely one of those like they're just playing fast and loose with the audience's expectations with those commercial breaks. You know, they just this. There's so much that happened. Like they're in jail. They're in jail for good, and they're both dead. Like that's those are the outcomes of this yeah. episode. But no, they're just we just gonna skirt over those things, and it's fine. I don't care. But it's very ridiculous. So 48 hours early, uh, earlier, Sam and Dean are hanging out doing research. Dean doesn't have anything on Amar or Castiel, and Sam said he's found something, and it's a werewolf case. Missing campers, missing hearts. Dean doesn't want to go. Sam does. They go through this exact routine that they went through, like what feels like in the last Every four episode. episodes now. Um, yeah. And then we... Like, but this time the only thing that's different about this one is Dean is like super concerned about his boyfriend Fish. Like he is, yeah. he is expressing um, a level of concern for another person in his life that he rarely does. That outside of Sam, um, yeah, Sam, knowing you know, what the issue is, says we'll get him back. Like, don't worry. And Jensen just hits him, or Dean, whatever his fucking name is, just hits him with a uh, how. Like he's completely like losing hope and all of this yeah. stuff. But it doesn't really that doesn't factor into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we we switch back over to the future uh where dean uh is you know runs over to help sam who's collapsed on the floor dean pulls out a first aid kit from like his butt i guess i don't mm-hmm. know where that i don't know where that first aid kit came from his boot cut jeans his boot cut jeans man i thought he was just happy to see me but no that's a full first aid kit in his pocket <laughs> um he pulls out like some fucking alcohol and some wipes and some shit and like just starts about to, do, he's just got to do surgery on Sam in the middle of this fucking cabin. <laughs> he's got the mask and the gloves on. And meanwhile, there's just two like campers who are going to be main characters throughout this episode, just hanging by their wrists from the ceiling. Like, um, can, <laughs> can you, you help? Can you help us? Uh, <laughs> Dean's in a full surgical gown. Dean, Dean, who has produced a full surgical gown from his back pocket uh, and his flannel. Um, he literally cuts Sam's <laughs> belly open, sticks some fucking forceps in there and pulls out yep. a silver bullet. And then like jokes with Sam, like, Oh, that's when we're going to keep. And I'm like, shouldn't you yeah. be keeping all of the silver bullets? Those are expensive. Yeah. You might need that. Again. You could just it's- melt those down again. My dog. I expected it to be like so dire, and it's funny how like how fine Sam is. This is a- like he's been shot in the stomach and he's bleeding, but he's also okay. He's fine, and we will see. Like Sam is somehow more competent after being shot in the belly and then operated on than he has been in the last like five episodes of being just a they normal really hunter. Give Sam, like some big dick energy. They I'm do sorry, big kick energy. Well, no, he's this. got some big dick energy too, dude. I'll be like, honest he's with just you. limping around with a bullet wound in his gut. He's like, no, I'm fine. It's okay, guys. Um, Fucking insane. Um, I mean, you love to see it, honestly. <laughs> So Dean frees the the hostages um, and then makes sure like he ma- there's a throwaway line here too where like Sam, like Dean the doctor is like make sure your wounds don't get infected and I'm like <laughs> did you see your first time using a first aid kit like did you take a yeah. class yesterday <laughs> <laughs> did you did you do a lot of webinars <laughs> quarantine Dean l- learning yeah. how to heal people like go go for you bro. <laughs> He has this, he's, he's secretly like, what if I got into medicine? But he's too afraid to voice it to Sam. But now he's like, oh, if I prove it to Sam now, and then when I bring it up in a week, he'll think it's cool. Can you imagine um, Dean being like, what do you mean it takes eight years to be a doctor? I'm probably not going to last that long. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't go to medical school. I'm not going to be alive in eight years. <laughs> um, I expected Sam to be more hurt. I guess the fact that it's a silver bullet is um, probably has something to do with the fact that he's fine. Um, I assume <laughs> that 
<laughs> I don't know. Are you saying that silver bullets don't give you sepsis? Like, I mean, it's still a hole in your stomach. He put like he put fucking like like I said, he put forceps in Sam's belly. I just imagine that he didn't the stitch silver... him up. He put like a pad on it. He put like a fucking maxi pad on it. it was he's like fine. Sam, you're good. Get the he's fuck fine. out of here. Uh, he's had worse. I just assume that the silver bullets melted down from like um silverware that the boys made themselves. It just probably it just probably crumples once it hits a bone, you know. It's just it's just gonna smush right up. I don't know anything about bullets, Jeremy. Okay, well, I like I like the fact that the boys are but making I silverware. That silver bullets are soft. <laughs> sure, uh, softer than your liver? Probably not. Uh, Sam's up, maybe. So he frees the people. There, Dean's idea is to uh, leave everybody and then go find cell service, call an ambulance, and leave the ambulance back. Uh, but these two, uh, this married couple, they're on their honeymoon. Says that there's more werewolves out there. So Dean's plan is to um, go take everybody to the car, but it's a couple of miles away because they're in the woods. Should there's some line about how like, oh, you know, they were monsters, they were werewolves. They were they were changed on the full moon, but then they changed like outside of that too and dean's like mm, must have been pure bloods it doesn't matter and it doesn't come up it doesn't kind of never comes back up again um we go back to the past where the boys are doing like their um uh, you know hunt routine they're talking to a bartender there's like a suspicious like behind them is this suspiciously in focus character that i'm like yeah, no that he's has seven to- feet tall and 400 pounds <laughs> that he stands def- out he's definitely a werewolf like i mean come he on he is like- a giant <laughs> Um, the bartender is doing that thing of like, oh, everybody under forty looks alike to me, ha, 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 ha. and I'm like, well, she's definitely a werewolf. Like, yeah, like that's a werewolf. Never, never, ever give characters that aren't werewolves this many lines, especially uh-huh. a woman in Supernatural. Um, so the bartender she tells them they should go check out these these private cabins yeah. out in the woods. Like, hey, I don't know the campers that you're talking about, but a lot of people sneak onto these, this private property, like out in the middle of this, this forest, uh, and they just like hold out there for a while. And um, she points to them on the, on a map. The boys take off, I guess, and um, the bartender gets a suspicious look from the bouncer. Yes. Um, they go back to Dean, who is walking wounded Sam and the couple uh, behind them uh, through the woods to get to the car. Sam is like fucking like about to collapse when they find. I told you that Roadhouse Chili was a bad idea. And that was my favorite line of the episode because... Sam's making a stomach ache joke. Oh no, my favorite line is coming up later because it's it's about a game. It's about video games, Chris, and that's that's my favorite. Oh yeah, line. no extra lives, Mario or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil it. I no, 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 no. Um, yeah, the the, the I should have had that Roadhouse chili. Sam, you got shot in the stomach. You don't have inte- You have like a hole He's in your intestine right dude. now. It's the same it's thing. Ridiculous. Tom trubs. Also, don't eat chili at a road stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, so they they've all found a cabin to to chill out in uh dean finds lantern so that they have a reason that everything's lit up um the mm-hmm. married dude um whose name is corbin which he pointed out to me i did not know his name was corbin i, I referred to mm-hmm. him as married guy throughout the entire i wrote it down at the very the very last paragraph of my notes um he wants dean to leave sam behind and is s- shocked when dean is like i'm going to kill you if you say this again like see so gets yeah. really mad at him <laughs> like we'll be I'll, I'll cut this out right now we will be done i will walk out of here <laughs> drop the attitude <laughs> i will cut both of your arms off to make a litter to pull my brother out of these woods yeah. you understand what i'm saying corbin He's about to throw hands corbin. fucking um, idiot corbin do you have any idea who you're talking to right now that's bunker boy you're exchanging words with right now corbin he is seven um, foot tall and i will use your skin as a litter come on let's go I dare sam you. is like whoa bro 
he's right. Like, maybe you guys should just like, go and come back for me. Like, I'll be fine. This dude, Corbin, is sketching the whole time. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, no, screw all y'all. We ain't leaving nobody behind. I'm going out to the woods to gather some sticks. And we're going to make a, a litter to carry Sam back. We get a brief scene of the bartender and her seven foot, seven foot tall bodyguard uh, finding the cabin that Dean and Sam just left, finding their dead werewolf pack and saying like, oh, we need to get the fuck out of here. Those were obviously hunters. Yeah, uh, so that's like, yeah, we served these guys up to them and they blew it. Like, they're not mad at all. No, they're no, they're like, we, we got to get the, we We obviously, they're idiots. We're obviously idiots for still being here. Let's leave. Yep. I'm like, these are the smartest werewolves we've ever seen on the show. Like, fuck um, it. Let's go. Yeah. Well, that, all right. Time to burn rubber, man. You like uh, Tampa? Let's go to Tampa. <laughs> let's go to Tampa, dude. Let's go to, let's just get out of here. Let's see some NASCAR. Um, the uh, Dean is out in the woods gathering some sticks. And this is when back at the the lodge that they're staying in, Corbin decides he needs to kill Sam because yep. in his rationale, they they can't leave without Dean, but Dean won't leave without Sam. So he's like, oh, well, if I just kill this dude, then then Dean will have to take us out of here. Um, I mean, we knew this guy sucked from day one, but this just proves it. <laughs> Yeah, this dude sucks. This dude sucks major ass. I want to talk about Dean trying to build this litter outside as he's gathering sticks, like because he's doing it in the angriest way possible. Like mm-hmm. a limb gets onto his jacket and he's like, "Get off me! Get off me! Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing touching my shit? Get off! You don't know me. Fucking sticks! Get the fuck out of here! Stick man! I swear to God, I'll throw hands out here. Uh, stupid ass river." <laughs> <laughs> So. Dean, are you okay? Man? Yeah. Um, yeah, this so dude. Yeah, this dude, Corbin, tries to kill Sam because Sam's all weak. He's got he's got diarrhea and a bullet in his stomach. Um, and he's sweating, bad timing. Sweating a lot too. He's man. sweating, dude. He's got he's got the meat sweats right now. That's why it's called red meat. This episode. Can you imagine um, going to the doctor and being like, "Yeah, I got shot, but uh, I don't, and I don't know if this is related to the bullet or the chili, but I also have diarrhea, and I need you to take care of both of these things for me. Uh, I need my diaper changed. Uh, I need my <laughs> diaper changed and my stomach sewn immediately. Immediately. Um. So the. The dude starts to like smother Sam by covering mm-hmm. his mouth and his nose. Um, this is a this is very brutal. I mean, we don't like see a lot, but it's so real that I didn't. It's it's just a lot. Um, you can tell the dude like kind of feels bad about it, but he's also like you know major scumbag. So um, he while he's doing this, Sam sees that homeboy Corbin has been bit by a werewolf on the arm, and dun, um, dun, dun. just around then, Dean sees headlights outside. And realizes, oh shit, the wolves are back, so he's got to run inside. Um, but by the time he comes in, Sam has already passed out or been killed, whatever. Um, so the Corbin just says, "Sorry, bro, he just faded. I don't know what happened." And um, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, Jensen's uh, about to act. <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned how like kind of brutal the scene is and it is like this dude has his hands around dean's uh, sam's throat at one point he has to put his like his other hand over sam's nose and like squeeze that so sam can't breathe anymore sam is struggling sam again sweating profusely during like, probably the diarrhea sweats as you mentioned like just real real smelly and sweaty at the mm-hmm. same time and passes the fuck out dude like that's crazy and yeah jensen is <laughs> Jensen's like, let's do it. Uh, there's some, there's some werewolves outside. My my brother is dead. It's time to die by werewolf, I guess. And the other guys are like, yeah. can you save yeah. us? Can you save us, please, Mister Dean? Mister um, Dean, please yeah, save it's, us. It's, I mean, that's the Dean reaction I would expect, right? 
he's immediately like goes into rage mode. He's like, I'm going to kill these fucking werewolves. I don't care anymore. Um, but the, I don't know, the good guy in Dean takes over and he's like, whatever, I guess Sam would want me to save these absolute losers. Yeah. Uh, he tells Sam, you know, I'll come back for you. Uh, and we go back in the past and we have this scene where Sam and Dean are arriving at the park and like they get out and Sam is trying to be like, Oh, Hey, like this could be a vacation. Like we could come out here and just hike around a little bit. And Dean is not having it. And I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess what they're trying to do is like show that Sam's optimism and his desire to do something that's not like futilely look for Cassiel and Amara is just, just hopeless optimism because now mm-hmm. like they're like, why are we doing the time skip stuff, Chris? Like, what is it showing us? Know, like, what is the, I don't the dichotomy I really that don't. they're trying to get across? Because it's not like the, the flashbacks are like revealing new pieces of information. Really? It's just like, okay, now we know how we, they got there already. We don't need that one scene. I mean, it's like dramatic irony kind of because Sam is so optimistic and now he's quote unquote dead. Um, yeah, but that's shitty. Like that's a mm-hmm. like showing Sam die and then showing Sam be like, I want to take a vacation is a shitty thing to do. Like that's yeah, just I don't mean. know, man. I don't know. It is mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jensen obviously can't be understated as he's leaving the cabin, knowing he has to leave Sam's body behind. He, he, he gives that look. He's got tears in the eyes. He's, oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's got that he's, gut-wrenching face. And even though I know everything's going to be okay, actually, I'll be real with you. I didn't know how this episode was going to end. I mean, I knew Sam wasn't off the show, <laughs> but well, I didn't know what might actually happen to bring it back. I was like, is he really fucking dead? I don't know. In the, uh, in the previously on in the then segment that I watched, um, and I know Netflix doesn't have those for you anymore, but uh, they show, they specifically showed Billy, the, the Reaper, and I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh. so uh-huh. the boys are about to die because they showed him dying like a hundred times in the then thing, and then, yeah. Um, this is also the first time, as they're being... as the married couple is following Dean out. Michelle, who is the woman, um, tells her, like, asked her husband, like, what did you do back there? It's the first time that we get an inkling, like, that maybe she's not real comfortable with what he did. Um, yeah, and he, she, and, she knows something's up. And this dude thinks he's up for a fucking, like, Emmy on this role because he's like, I did what I had to do. Like, he's, yeah, like, this, really into this role for some reason. I don't know if it's just the character sucks or, like, sorry to the actor, but I just wasn't really feeling, feeling these vibes. <laughs> Um, Dean eventually finds a road and is able to flag down a police guy. Um, he is like hustling these women, this man, this married couple into the back of the cop car. And like, I got to go back. I got to you, you take him to the hospital. I'll get help later. And the cop is like, no, you need to stay right here and tries to stop Dean. And Dean punches him in the fucking face and then runs. And the cop, instead of shooting him because he's, because Dean's white, he uses his right. taser and then just tases Dean. And it is, it's kind of a moment of comedy that Dean gets hit from the back with the tas- taser gun and like, uh, and then that's funny to me for some reason. So. It's a weird, it's a yeah, weird vibes all across this episode. Uh, next thing that we see is Dean waking up in a hospital with broken ribs and a concussion. Um, and yeah, shit is a uh, shit's not great. He mm-hmm. has like no idea like what happened basically. Cause he just, he's been through a lot. Okay. He's had a, he's had a rough night. Um, Corbin now at the hospital. I actually, I wanted to rewind and get the line, but I didn't. It sounded to me like when he's talking to the police, like he's throwing Dean under the bus about how like, oh, that guy, that like crazy dude out there, like, I don't know what's going on. Um, well, he, because his wife is yeah. talking about werewolves and he's like, yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, that's what he, that's, that's just what he told us. That's just what that guy over there said. Like, it doesn't seem like he's trying to, it seems like he's trying to distance himself from Dean immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and He's starting to he's starting to get a little fishier and fishier. Even though we we already know he killed Sam, but like you know, shit's getting a little bit weird with this guy. 
And um, after the cop leaves, like Michelle, you could tell she's not really comfortable with like how they survive because the guy's like, we did it. We made it out. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to turn on my side away from you. Um, the doctor comes in and he wants to, the, she wants to look at the at Corbin, uh, Corbin. That's obviously nervous, but she sees the bite, even though that doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> she just bandages it yeah. or whatever. The cop just to remind the viewer, I guess there's this scene where the cop calls his deputy or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. we have not met this character. We don't know where he is in the world. Nobody said like, I've sent my deputy out there to chase him or anything, unless I just missed the, the line or something. But like we see the cop calls the deputy and they just show the deputy is dead. <laughs> like in the car in the cop car. And I'm yeah, like, he's been killed by a werewolf killed by a werewolf. I guess that was information thank you <laughs> i guess i guess it's supposed to be like because he would have gone and found sam if he had like been able to go out there it's sure. kind of tough to figure out what's going on because there is like i was saying earlier um there's tension and there's excitement because w- sam is out there we know he's probably not dead dean is here and now he's in police custody at a hospital and he can't do anything to help sam and he can't stop the werewolves because he's again in custody at a hospital Meanwhile, we got this dude, Corbin, who's about to wolf out. Like, there's all this stuff that is about to go really wrong any second, and stuff's already going wrong. Um, it's bad news all across the board. The thing that this episode doesn't land is the consequences for any of this bad news. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the setup for this is, is, is really dumb to me. Like, the idea that a simple werewolf is going to shoot Sam in the stomach at this point in his life. Like, right, right. I, you know, I, it, anyway... It, it's and it's it's fine. Don't get me wrong. Like all of this is like directed well. That I think all of the actors do a really good job. Um, Jensen looks like he's having a lot of fun during all of this, just yelling at people. Um, I just the the between the timeline shifting back and forth for basically no reason whatsoever, and then you know this like I woke up with broken ribs and a concussion, and the and the, and the doctor did not take off any of my flannel is like fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> um, so Dean wakes up. Michelle comes in to talk, and she kind of. This is a real interest. Like I like this this actress a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. She does a really solid job of like delivering some emotional uh, work with very very little to to go off of. But you know she's like you know I'm, she says I'm sorry and she's kind of rambling a little bit. She says you know I I don't know if this means anything, but you know my mom used to say and I never really understood that you know death isn't the end. And Dean's like oh yeah I'm Dean Winchester. I can just die, talk to a reaper, make a deal, and get this done with. Let's go do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh yeah i'm dean winchester says dean winchester to himself uh, oh yeah yeah that uh that seems to light a fire under his butt dude i because again i don't see the uh intros to the episodes so when dean was like all right i'm gonna make a call to somebody i was like holy shit is dean gonna like phone up amara somehow is he gonna try and reach out to her because he knows like she's my boo and she'll probably help my brother because that's mm-hmm. where my head went and i was like that's kind of sick. Like, kind of sick. Now, kind of into it. Now, how are you going to hunt her when she saved your bro? Like, that's that puts you in a sticky situation. Um, but but no, that's not what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead, I, mean, I don't know if she would have that kind of power anyway. But I still really liked the idea, and then it would have tied into the main plot. No, but instead, he's just going to kill himself. Um, yeah, he says he needs to talk to an evil, scary death machine, and that there's more than werewolves out there. And, and for some reason, like a they just allowed this this huge handsome individual to like stumble out of a hospital bed into the fucking room with all the drugs and then also his companion who is in like a full nurse's gown not nurse's gown but like a like a hospital gown uh, yeah, yeah walking around with an iv thing on her arm like what like this is i don't understand what this hospital is 
Um, okay, first of all, it's it's an urgent care. We yeah. we see the shot from outside. It's very very small, typically. Um, but it's just like there's a scene. I mean, the scene when Dean is on the ground and the doctor finds him, and she doesn't call for uh, a nurse's assistant or anybody else. No. to help her. She asks the patient who's with her. Yeah, I thought who's that was got an IV drip to help her deal with the situation, which makes me think. That she is the only medical staff on the premises. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd agree with you. Like she is it. She's it. Um. So, uh, he goes to the supply care supply supply closet. Uh, Michelle agrees to help. Uh, Sam is laying on the floor of, of this cabin, and he's like, just they're just really pouring in on thick because he's presumed dead, and like the camera is just slowly creeping up mm-hmm. those like nine foot long legs until it gets yeah, to it his. Takes, it's a minute and a half long, dude. It's seventy fucking seconds plus of Sam Winchester <laughs> filling the frame, and eventually he wakes up. It's he's he's you know he's in incredible pain or whatever, but he can he you know and his wound is worse, but he can he can move around and he sees the truck yeah. coming. And of course, the truck is full of werewolves. And this, I guess, is that this is the dramatic irony where. Sam is now awake and doesn't need to have Dean do anything crazy to save him. And it's like just at the moment that Dean is about to um, forcibly OD. And yeah, I guess, you know, content warning for suicide stuff because Dean eats a bunch of fucking pills. Um, And and there's like the scene here where Dean is, you know, not not feeling well, like the pills are starting to kick in and he's feeling a little woozy. He's, you know, kind of leaning left and right sam is struggling down a set of stairs to try to get away from these werewolves and like as dean falls sam falls at the same time and i guess that's supposed to be like the thing but i don't mm-hmm. like what like they're not dead <laughs> like i don't they're not dead again the consequence and- like you're you're doing all of this stuff in a show that you 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 don't have this to you don't have this currency right now like you just no, can't they were just setting up shots that, yeah. but that they don't there's no like symbolism exactly it's yeah. just a shot um and there's no narrative reason to jump back and forth on the timelines because we don't we're not doing that anymore we're jumping back and forth between sam and dean but there's no more flashbacks to anything. Yeah. So they, again, they could have started with the cold open of Sam getting shot, then go 48 hours earlier, have them in the bunker, have them at the bar, have them going into the cabin, have the fight starting. Um, now, I understand that they're able to cut corners because you don't have to see them stumbling upon the werewolves. Like, we're suddenly just back in that action. But, like, that's fine. You don't, I don't, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I like, you're 11 season in. Like, I don't, I don't need to have the step by step, the play by play on all of these hunts. Like, you could, but, you so, could, sh- you, you know, could show them getting to town and then you could show them walking out of a place and being like, all right, we're going to go, we're going to go investigate those cabins. And I'm like, that's it. That's all I need. Like, oh, they got to lead on some cabins. Cool. Okay. Whatever. I don't know how the production of these episodes works, but maybe that genuinely was a cut for time kind of situation. The script is too long. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. Um, yeah. This part of it's kind of weak, so let's just chop up the order of the beginning of this episode. Then we can cut out the part where they sneak up to the cabin and confront the werewolves and blah, blah, blah. Like you, can, you can cut corners, because since we're jumping back and forth, you're not getting a through line. You don't need to fill in the gaps and whatever. And then you can put your minutes on these um, other actors who, uh, like the married couple or whatever, you can, you can spend time doing other stuff later on. Um, so that's the only thing I can really think of as to why they're doing it, because it doesn't really serve any other like, purpose. Um, so Sam, Sam and Dean both collapse in their respective like places. Uh, 
the doctor comes in and finds Dean, like you mentioned, orders Michelle to do stuff because like she guess she doesn't have any assistance or this. I wrote down because it's the way things are done at this hospital. <laughs> so I guess that's like, just we see some like hall like corridor shots. Like this seems like yeah. a big place. Oh, that's like a, all I'm saying. Seems like there should be more than one chick running this joint. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, maybe they just maybe it's a big facility, but they don't ever have any patients. So like yeah. Dean and Michelle are the only people there. I don't know. Uh, the married dude Corbin is uh, doing the classic thing where he's realizing that he is changing. He's staring at himself in the mirror. His eyes are starting to turn. His hands elongate and grow claws. His wounds are healing. Classic werewolf stuff over here. Classic werewolf stuff. Uh, meanwhile, beefy werewolf from beefy the bartender werewolf uh, mm-hmm. breaks through the door of the cabin, finds every single lantern in the place lit up because like they were just there. Uh, like, oh damn. <laughs> Sam is kind of like leaning against the basement. And it's one of these things like I've never seen a house like this. I just associate it with uh, evil dead and evil dead too, mm-hmm. <laughs> where uh, like you could see through the floor from the basement to the, mm-hmm. to the main room ahead. Like I've never seen a cabin like that or anything, but, it's one of those. So like this, the dude is walking Sam gets like a mouthful of dirt. And I'm like, the dude is, <laughs> the dude has diarrhea. <laughs> uh-huh. He's, he's, he's got shot in the stomach with this, with a soft silver bullet. And now mm-hmm. he's chewing on dirt. Like who hates Sam Winchester? And he got choked out. And he got, Oh yeah. Also Corbin killed him. He got yeah, killed by a dude named guy. Corbin. That guy, the guy with the werewolf beard. Congratulations. Uh, Great. Thanks. The doctor and Michelle get joined by a cop, uh, but at this moment it's revealed that Dean is already outside. His spirit is outside of his body and he's watching it. And uh, Billy shows up. Um, You may remember Billy. She's only been in a couple of episodes. She told Sam that uh, she was their new Reaper and that when Sam and Dean die, she was going to make sure it was for real, not take them to heaven, hell or purgatory, but take them to something called the empty, like the Mm in-between spaces. Uh, Billy is great. She's super cool looking. It's nice yeah. to see just a black person in Supernatural. <laughs> like, I don't like a, it's just nice. Far between. Yeah. yeah. Like we, I mean, I know we had uh, Rufus in the last episode, but like, you know, just, just nice to see a black woman show up. Yeah. Um, and Dean wants to make a deal and he wants Sam back. And she just immediately says, pass. <laughs> yeah. She's not into this whatsoever. Not into it um, at all. So Dean starts being like, you know, the darkness is going to kill everybody and everything, including you, Billy. And Sam, tch, he's the only one who can stop it. And she's like, <laughs> That ain't, that's not true. It's not 100%, true. 100% that's not true. Citation um, fucking needed. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I know you're doing this for selfish reasons. I know you're not trying to, like, be the martyr and save the world here. Um, so, so she's like, yeah, no, the answer is no. Um, no more second chances. Time to say bye-bye to Luigi, Mario. Dude. Sam would be Luigi because he's the taller one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Are there are there any other brothers? Like like could is do they fit as Mario, Luigi, or like Sonic and Miles better? You know what I'm saying? Like who's Miles? Is it <laughs> Miles per hour? His little buddy. Oh yeah, I think that is Tail. Is that that Tails' real name? Is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't One know. of them is. All right, I'm, hold on. Miles per hour is in fact a Sonic character. You're right. Yeah. Is it? It's Sonic and Miles, right? Yeah, that's, um, that's, yeah, Miles Tails Prower. His last name okay. is Prower, P-R-O-W-E-R. Ah! We're learning things. <laughs> so it's Miles Prower. <laughs> okay. Did you not All know right. this? Did you not know that? I did, but I didn't know it was just Miles Prower. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. Sonic, man. Sonic, dude. Yeah, yeah. so. Um. I'm, glad, I'm glad we got, I'm glad we got a Luigi Mario reference. Um. 
Dean like absolutely begs her. Like he's doing that classic Dean Winchester thing of like, look, please just take me instead of him. Like I'd, I'll do anything. And she says, you know, Hey, I'm not here to bargain with you. I'm here to reap with you. Mm-hmm. And then she drops the bombshell that she, Sam's not dead, but Dean is. Yeah. And then she flips. Trust me. If the big W bit it, I'd get a call. Big W. Listen the to big that w. shit. That's my wrestling does that name. Mean that, does that mean that Dean's the little W or just the regular W? <laughs> Time to say bye bye to Wario, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big W. Time to say bye bye to Waluigi, Wario. <laughs> Time to say bye bye to Gooigi, Luigi. She's been referring to the Impala as Yoshi this whole time. Oh my too. god. I would much prefer if they named the Impala Yoshi rather than Instead Baby. Baby. Oh it makes my, god, my skin makes... crawl. We've... Oh my god. But Yoshi. Yoshi would be amazing. Every time they ran over a zombie, would be like, yep, Yoshi's going to crack an egg later. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I'm just still stuck on the baby thing. Well, I wish I hadn't brought it up. Because um, calling somebody or something baby as a nickname works. What's up, baby? That's fine. Totally good. When it's a proper noun, title. Mm-hmm. Bad. It sucks. It sucks. Um, you blew it. She turns time back on and is fully expecting Dean to die, uh, which is weird because you would think as a Reaper, she knows exactly when he would die, but whatever. Um, she was just really amped up to kill Dean. She was super, super <laughs> amped to reap. Uh, yeah. But before he goes fully dead, the cop hits him with the adrenaline like it's a fucking um, Quentin Tarantino movie, and he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Um, Cut back to Sam. The big boy bouncer's going down to the basement. Um, Sam gets the drop on him and just knifes him. He just kills him with a silver knife, and that's it. There's no issues there. Um, then what? he goes upstairs. and or no, 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 woman- no, 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 no. The, the bartender like just walks downstairs, and we don't see it. It's off screen. She gets got, too. Sam Winchester. Yeah. And yeah. spewing <laughs> diarrhea out of his ass diarrhea stomach on side blood on the other side blood on the other side just killed two fucking werewolves one of which basically was two werewolves in one body one of which was a giant fucking werewolf yeah. Yeah. what this is incredible chris this is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible extraordinary performance on the field today imagine i mean if this if this guy had a trading <laughs> card this is the year that you want it from right like this is the yeah. this is the one this is the one you want, man. This is this is his Brick Holmes uh, with Brock Buckner yeah. excellence that Sam has been looking to achieve. And you know what's sad? He doesn't even recognize it. He doesn't even see it in himself that he's already at that level, dude. He's already got those pumps. He's already got those gains. He just killed two werewolves in a basement with a single knife with diarrhea in his pants and a bullet wound in his stomach, man. That's it's incredible. That's ace shit. Incredible. You think, oh, having a, having a diaper full of poo, that's not cool. It is cool when you're killing werewolves with it, you know? It's like when Eddie Dean faced off against those gangsters butt-ass naked. That yep. made him way cooler. It made it way, way cooler. And also, like, very uncomfortable for 13-year-old Jeremy to, to try to <laughs> imagine. In his, so he, these full-grown men are just naked and, and blasting the people? Especially if you get the, the version with the illustrations. Thanks, oh, Stephen yeah. King. Thanks, Stephen King, for hiring a guy to do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was 13, man. So Dean, who has just killed himself using pills and then been brought back to life, demands to be given a car. So he Dude, I don't know what he brother. thinks is going on here. I don't know what he thinks is going on here. The cop um, tries to like put cuffs on him, or no, does put cuffs on him, and then tells yeah. the doctor to sedate him. And the doctor is like, this man has like broken ribs, a concussion, and then just killed himself and got brought back to life. I don't think that I should give him more drugs. I don't think that's it a good thing to do. be very dangerous. So the cop calls Dean a psycho. It's like, chill, dude. I mean, at this so the, point, the, the, the cop is like, uh, can I speak to you outside, Doc? This guy sucks. This guy sucks ass. This guy seriously sucks ass. Uh, 
so they go outside. Michelle lets Dean loose um, immediately. Just the like, doctor cut me free. <laughs> tells the cop to like go to hell or whatever, and like sure. Um, Sam has stolen the werewolf's truck mm-hmm. their giant four by four which i would assume is like a fucking manual transmission right like so he's he's grinding gears down the country road i cannot believe this man jumped into a fucking four by four drove himself out of the woods i just it's I, it's mind-boggling I, mind-boggling he had to sit down on those pants too um Ugh, the noise so he, and then he gets out to the impala uh but before before he does that he does you know Sam cares about the car just as much as Dean, I think, and he he decides to take off those jeans, swap out for a fresh pair that he kept in the back seat. Uh, now he's good to go. You'll notice the stink; it's gone. The stink lines surrounding yeah, the yeah, yeah, here, it's gone. They're gone. Fresh pants in the front seat. Um, he calls Dean. He finally has service. He calls Dean. Dean is wa- walking out of the urgent care, and is like, "I don't. I just who who let him out? Who let him get out there? Well, I mean, they just like, let him go. There's nobody. There's I, nobody else besides the cop, the doctor, and Michelle and Corbin, the werewolf. At some point, we have to get back to him and deal with that. There's just so much going on, and I, I, I like. I know Dean could get out if he wanted to. Like he could fight his way out or whatever. But like that's clue. That's not what happened. He just walked out, and then he takes a call like on the steps. Like he's not worried about getting busted. Um, Dean, as they take this call, is like you know what's going on like it gets cut short like it's it's almost like a ghost thing happens and as i was watching the episode because like this they get static or something and i'm like are they is there gonna be a ghost now like is that what's it's just bad reception it's just bad reception sam never tries to call back no um meanwhile because if he just called him back like two minutes later he'd be like sorry i dropped the call i'm out i'm back on the road now um by the way corbin was bit he's gonna turn to a werewolf i um it just Sam gets into the Impala, which I think is hilarious, and, go, and drives away. Uh, the, you go to check on Corbin, and Corbin just answers the door as a werewolf. He doesn't even no. try to hide it. Dude. He's not even trying to hide it. With it claws it, first. He just and opens it up. He, he opens it up, and he's just there oh. howling, just like it's a fucking. I don't even remember that dude's name that sings the werewolf song, but the werewolf's London guy. He's just there with yeah. a microphone. He's playing he's rock band. He's yeah. he's at five stars. It's a crazy dude. Come on, man. <laughs> what is going on with this werewolf? Um, Ugh. like a moment later, Michelle finds that the doctor's been been knocked out. Um, and then, um, before any anything can even be discovered, really, um, Corbin just comes in wolf form, sticks his hand through the cop's chest, kills him. That's I can't. I mean, I can't say I'm too upset about that one. Um, and then he's like, "Yo, I want to turn you, uh, wife, into a werewolf. Also, you don't really have a say in the matter. I'm just gonna do it." Yeah. I mean, if I got turned into a vampire, I would immediately turn on him. Like, I wouldn't even... Like, I'd tell her, like, you need to go get a haircut, cut your fingernails, or you're about to be immortal. Like, trust as yeah. nice as you want to look, and then, like, we're, you're, you're going to be immortal with me, because I can't do this on my own. I'll go crazy. Well, yeah, but you guys are, like, into vampires. So, like, that'd be tight as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, it would take very it would take very little convincing for Autumn to, to, to turn into a vampire. She'd be you like, know, all I right. Would say, I would say, let's give this a few months of me being like this, uh-huh. just to make sure there's nothing crazy weird. No, 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 no. Like, because here, here's the thing: is like she's already two months older than me. So, like, if she's oh. now six months older than me, and, I, and now we're immortal like this forever, no, yeah. no, 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 dude, you gotta, you gotta uh, turn her immediately, or else it's gonna be some no, problems right. down the line. No, fair play, fair play. Yeah, yeah. If you, uh, if you got turned into a vampire, would you immediately turn Jess? Would you get with the offer on the table for her? Be like, hey, come. Um, yeah, no, come. for sure. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, you know, no, no. So, hey, Jess. Um, by the way. Yeah. Um, but she's got two years to think about it. I was like, let's see if I poop blood. Let's see. sorry that it keep, that keeps coming up on this episode. Maybe let's change topics. Sorry if there's any weird 
vampire shedding that I'm going to have to do. <laughs> Let's discover that. We've got two years because I'm two years older than her. Uh, uh, we'll discover that. And then, you know, in two years time, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it. I don't think so, dude. Like, I think it'll be one of those situations where your interests are just too different. Like, like you're going to be like, let's go, let's go find True. some young, young people to prey on. And she's gonna be like, I just want to play animal crossing. I'll be prowling the streets at night and she'll be asleep. <laughs> Chris, I don't want to go prey on people with you anymore. Okay. I'm still the same. Jess, you've changed. Babe, come on. <laughs> come on, it's just a little, what the streets of Boston are paved with good intentions and young guys with hot blood. Let's get after it. Pitter pattern. Get out of that cloak. For what feels like a century. I'm like, yeah, I made it to last a century. Blech. I keep ending sentences with bleh. She's like, I've had enough of that. Well, your teeth haven't changed. I don't even don't like red wine. Sound. I don't even like red wine. Uh, so he's, he's stocking up. He's going to change his wife into a, a werewolf. And uh, Dean hurls himself against this and this is kind of an uneven fight dean doesn't have anything silver he's just protecting the the innocent the werewolf quickly gets the upper hand but in a surprise twist uh sam out of nowhere shoots the werewolf with a silver bullet um dean looks at him and says that took you long enough and then sam collapses yeah just right in the hospital two dead bodies yep sam collapses um a few minutes later not like nothing fucking happened dean is just talking to michelle and like sorry Sorry, my brother killed your husband, but your husband tried to kill my brother, so yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> and, I'm re- um, and I'm really sorry that, D- that my brother had diarrhea throughout the entire thing. I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that you had to smell that. Normally, um, it's just me and him on hunts. We don't get involved with people for this long. Like, we have our kind of own lot. space. It's, 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 you know, I'm used to <laughs> we, it, but I know it's a thing. We're used to each other's, you know, sense. Yeah, it's not yeah. a, you know, it's, um, so apparently Sam's body went into shock when he was choked out, so he was just mostly dead. His pulse had just receded. Sure. Um... And then Michelle, this is the part as as Dean is kind of explaining this to her. She's like, hmm, "Must be nice." I um I actually really like this conversation. Uh, again, I do too. Actually, th- th- this actress like doing some emotional work that this episode doesn't really feel like it deserves. Where Dean's like, "Hey, I know, I know this is this is crazy, but like, don't worry. Like, eventually you'll get back to normal." And she just looks at him like and is about to cry, and she says, "No, I won't. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no normal after the things that I've seen. Like, I can't go back. Like, the doctor said I could go an hour ago, but I'm just sitting here because I don't." really know what where to go or why i would go there like she just seems set adrift and i kind of wish like like that would be followed up on at some point like because you know it's not gonna be i know i know 100 not gonna be like we're never gonna see this chick again and but it's just like one of these things of like sometimes saving the people isn't all you need to do like maybe you need to save the people and like hand them a business card for a mental health professional right right (laughs) she just not only did she see that her husband got turned into a werewolf he punched a cop's heart out of his chest and then got shot by a guy with diarrhea like she needs to talk to somebody yeah she needs to have a conversation with somebody um you know maybe this is supposed to like remind us of like what's at stake here with everything i guess like these are the people they're trying to save they're trying to stop situations like this from happening i don't know but well and the um, the, there's no normal anymore i think is uh you know because it because they they focus the camera on jensen when she says that and like you could see dean thinking about that in a way that like oh i'm actually thinking about this and i think you know the idea of dean coming out of this as the person that he was before like it's just not there but we haven't really been dealing with any of that like i don't think like dean's concern has been finding cast saving castiel finding amara and trying to you know win against lucifer and amara 
like we haven't really been worried about Dean trying to get to a normal life. So like, I, right. I, again, like this episode is full of things where I just don't understand why, like why, what is the reason behind this? And I feel like a good, good a well-written episode gives you those reasons. Like you sometimes mm-hmm. yes, have to tease them out or whatever. This just feels like it was just like, Oh yeah, let's have this conversation thrown in. Even though I like yeah, the conversation, like I think she does a lot of work. I just don't know why we're here to t- do it. It's just a lot of like key moments thrown in there. And I just feel like maybe this was a script written for something else. Maybe this was bare bones or maybe it just wasn't fitting with what they wanted. So they had to punch it up. They didn't have a lot of options. I don't, I mean, I don't know how this stuff works. It's not like it's like a garbage. It's just like, it's all over the damn place. And you like, it has these key supernatural features that don't mean anything within the context of this episode. Um, so. They release Sam, um, and they go outside. They're both walking outside. Sam says that he just needs some bed rest and some antibiotics. And I'm like, he got shot in the stomach and up op- and uh, field operated on. Dean has a concussion, and somebody left you two walk out in your original Steve's clothes. Driving, dude, what is going? On? Dean just literally took more pills than I've seen anybody take in my entire life, and went outside of his body to talk to a reaper. I. And they just—they're just leaving, Chris. The consequences in this episode are so fucked up and messed up, dude. I yeah. don't get it. Um, I don't know where they're going. They get in the car, what. and and Sam asked what is just a completely normal question, and says, "What did you do when I was dead?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I know you. I know you was up to some shit. You did some shit. I know you did. What's going on? What'd you do? Who'd you holler at? Huh? Who'd you go to? I know you weren't just at the hospital." <laughs> It couldn't have been Crowley. Um, it wasn't Castiel. Like, who, who did you call? Yeah. Like, what's what supernatural being did you get in touch with? And Dean's like, man, no, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. Even, I didn't even do shit. Like, why are you even tripping? I didn't do anything. Um, I knew you weren't dead, and that's like basically where he leaves it. Yep, that's it. Dean lies um, and keeps a secret, uh, and that's the end of the episode. I won't belabor the point because I'm sure uh, nobody really cares. <laughs> but I. I think this episode is kind of a miss. I, I don't understand a lot of the reasoning behind it. It's some good werewolf action, I guess. Uh, the transformations, I didn't really talk a lot about it, but the transformation effects were really nice. Um, that one supporting yeah, actress no. did some emotional work. Uh, it was fun to talk about Sam having diarrhea for an hour with you, so I guess worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, all, yeah, it all worked out in the end. It's not like it was a, it's not a terrible episode. It's just a extremely no. whatever, all over the place episode. You will be entertained while watching it, but if you think too hard about it, it's not good. All of it falls apart if you think too hard about it. And I think that's my problem is it's just not, it was like, oh, hey, we're going to do this and that's it. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the episode. Do you have final thoughts or you want to wrap it up and get out of here? (laughs) Just wrap it up. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you everybody for listening. We, we, we love it. Love it. Love it so much. Um, Monster week has been growing pretty consistently and it's just so nice to see. Thank you to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. If you want to support the show, that's the best way. You can also leave us reviews on various podcast services. you can DM us to chat, DM us to, to talk to us, uh, or just, you know, tell us if we got something wrong. We don't really read those, but hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody that's been reaching out and commenting. Uh, we had a really nice comment from Facebook about somebody, um, their sister got them into the show um, and got them into Supernatural. And they were like, but sometimes I can't watch Supernatural, but I still want to talk about Supernatural. So they were like, and then I found your show. And now I can just like talk to, it's not me talking about Supernatural, but I can just hear you guys talking about Supernatural. <laughs> and it was great. So I thought that was really nice. That's uh, nice. But yeah, uh, do all of that stuff. We'll be back in a week uh, with more Supernatural. The <laughs> Are you ready, Chris? The epic battle for power begins. Ooh. 
Bye, everybody. See you next week. Take care. Sunday Energy. Sunday Energy. I got a squeaky chair today, my friend. I mean, I got a squeaky chair every day. I feel like it's extra squeaky right now. It's a weird thing to call your butt. <laughs> That's a weird thing to call my butt. All right, let's save this. I am fucking starving. I ate just before coming up here, and I was drinking coffee while I was sitting here, and I'm not going to lie. About 20 minutes ago, I go, oh, shit, I'm going to have to. Uh-oh. I'm going to I'm gonna need a break. You're gonna um, you're gonna need to take that miles per hour step. Yeah, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But I, uh, you know, I clenched through it, and you know, I'm I'm okay on the other side. <laughs> clenched through it, Jesus Christ! I uh, I mounted a TV today in the new apartment we're building, um, and I didn't really factor in how tall the TV would be. Ah. Uh, so when I hung the TV on the mount, that I spent a goodly amount of time actually, you know, putting on the wall. The TV is like, it's like watching a, it's like looking at a fucking theater. Like you're sitting down and you're looking oh, up. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's, yeah, it was not good. So, Uh-oh. fun times. So now I either have to find a new mount or redo that one. So. Um, I remember, <laughs> like it's not, not the same situation, but when I got my newest TV, which it's sort of regret getting it because it's maybe not the best TV ever, which is big. Um, but that's neither here nor there. My dad was like, "Hey, at BJ's, I don't, do you guys have BJ's down there?" Nope. I mean, no, not. It's like a Costco or whatever. Okay. Um, just like you have to be a member to get in. So my dad had a membership, and he was like, "Hey, you, I know you were looking for a new TV. Like, there's like whatever, a bunch of stuff on sale. If you want to come with me, I'll, we'll go look." I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" And my TV had like a bunch of uh, chips in it, um, or like dead pixels all over the place, and like that sucked ass. So I was oh, like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm I'm ready to buy a new TV. Let's do this shit." So I went, I got a TV, probably should have been more patient, but brought it back. And I was like, here we go, Jess. Look, I got this big ass TV. Let's set this thing up. Oh, shit. My TV stand is fully not big enough for this. Because yep. before my TV or my old TV, uh, the stand was in the center of it. Um, but this one, the new TV had the stands on the uh, the ends. So I was like, OK, well, just have to fucking get a new TV stand. Thankfully, there was one in the um, uh, podcast room, and I could switch out. It was my sister left it here when she moved, so I was good with that. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to mount it, but I don't. I honestly think it would tear through the wall because my room is falling apart. <laughs> Actually, this was a. Uh, I usually am really, really bad at this kind of stuff. Um, but like I did, like I leveled everything, and I drilled the holes. I drilled pilot holes. I put the screws in. Like I had all of the tools that I needed. Like it was a really. It was kind of an impressive thing that I did. I was really <laughs> proud of myself. And then we hung the TV on there, and Autumn was like, "Nah, fam, ain't happening. We, we got to drop it four to five inches." And uh, I was like, "All right." And so, like, I go to start taking them. And she's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" I'm like, "She's like, oh, I'm, I've got to drop it. I'm moving them out." She's like, "Oh, I thought you could just do it on the little two things on the that you put on the TV." And I was like, "No, we have to move the whole thing." And she's like, "Oh shit, yeah, we're not doing that today." So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a project, bro. Well, I'm going to go eat. Okay, enjoy your food. Goodbye. Later, dude. Local Bones News Gaming.
Gamers rise up. It's morning and it's time for gamers to rise up and get that gamer bread. Get the gamer bread. What flavor is what flavor is gamer bread? Is that some is that some Mountain Dew? It's it's some uh, Doritos yeah. kind of combination. It's kind of like a rye bread, but it's but it's made with Mountain Dew. Yes, I've uh I've told you about my rye bread story, right? I don't know, Jeremy. Do you have a <laughs> rye bread story? So, um, one of Autumn and I's pastime is to look up Yelp reviews to restaurants that we go to. Uh-huh. And try to find all of the shitty ones because mm-hmm. people who leave shitty Yelp reviews are just an endless fount of hilarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and we stumbled across this dude who left like a really weird review at one of our favorite restaurants that we go to. Um, so, of course, we click on his profile and find out that he's left tons of very weird reviews to every <laughs> single restaurant in the area. Uh, and like, And they all start out the same way, which is, first off, my credentials. I am a Jewish Cajun chef and have eaten it over X amount of restaurants. And like, it could be like, I've eaten it over a thousand Asian restaurants. Like if he's at a Vietnamese restaurant Uh or something, or Uh like, this is not what real Cajun food should be or blah, 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 blah. But the one that caught my attention was the one for Panera bread, um, (laughs) where he complains that in, he goes in, he buys a loaf of bread from Panera bread. And then he, the next day brings it back because he, the rye bread had seeds and he said that rye bread was not supposed to have seeds and the manager was like i'm not giving you credit for like day old bread that you cut into like there's no way i'm gonna and he was offended he didn't get his like four dollars five dollars back and i will never eat at another panera bread again i can't believe they didn't give me a credit holy shit the other one the other really funny one um was at a place that i don't you know we don't really uh go to very much but he a waitress recognized him and asked about the girl that he was with the last time <laughs> that he was there. Oh. Um, and he was like, you know, I was just with my sister, but what if I'd been on a potential date? That could have been a c- catastrophe on a first date. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> what? <laughs> that she went to a restaurant with another woman before this one? Oh my God. Uh oh. I hope you run into him eventually. Do you know what he looks like? I have no idea. I mean, he has a profile picture, but like, you know how you can look at someone's profile picture and never ever see them. Like you would never recognize yeah. them. Um, well, you have, to, you have to find his Instagram. You have to find his Insta, which I'm sure is connected to his Yelp as all of his social media is. Uh-huh. But yeah. Uh-huh. He want, it is LinkedIn. He wants yeah. everyone to know who he is. If this guy is that beat up about rye bread, Dude. he wants you to know who he is. First off, my credentials. <laughs> First off, I have studied nine forms of jujitsu i am the only um, jewish cajun restaurant chef in the state of new york and i'm like i d- dude this is i don't think anybody number one i don't think that's true number two nobody the cares only, <laughs> the only jewish cajun chef yeah period he puts a period there he's oh, the only one what the just what the fuck chris what the fuck what the fuck dude jeremy i've heard you had a pretty busy weekend i have yeah have you been doing any gaming I did. didn't involve local bones. <laughs> I uh, what did I do, man? My weekend has blurred together already. Um, so I have been playing during this weird quarantine situation. I've been playing a lot of Subnautica. Are, uh-huh. you, are you familiar with the Subnautica? I, I mean, I've never played it, but mm-hmm. I've seen it's, it's a very popular game that people play. Yeah, I think I kind of yeah. have a general idea, but you can tell me about it anyway. So it's uh, the impression that I got that it was kind of like a crafting game. 
Um, yeah. Except it kind of had a, a guided plot. So like you would, you have a little freedom to explore or whatever. Uh, in reality, it's got a pretty like hefty plot happening. Like I'm like, oh, really? things are happening. I wasn't, that I was not expecting to happen, happen in a cra- crafting game. Um, like very quickly into the game, you come across like an alien structure <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? It's huh. <laughs> wild. I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, but very, very cool game. A lot of fun. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of you land in the middle of this ocean. So you're doing a lot of diving until you can find scavenge enough parts to like build a ship so you can cruise around in a ship. Um, do you uncover plots by like finding these old bases from people that built that used to be here that got flooded. So something weird happened. We don't know what, we don't know why everything's flooded. Um, you can get blueprints by finding like pieces of things and you crash landed on this, this, this planet. So like your little, flotation pod or your escape pod is like floating on the water and then right over there like you can look out everything is just a blue horizon except for your giant uh-huh. crashed huge ship right that's like okay. half on fire and also like bleeding radiation so you gotta do a radiation scene. oh sure yeah um so really really cool have have had lots of fun like doing stuff but uh my major complaint is that it is the buggiest fucking thing i've ever seen uh i um, lost like three hours of progress because the game said it saved and it didn't and i had to restart my xbox one and it just i just didn't have that progress anymore yay for me um i parked my ship thing it's called a seamoth it's like a little one person like cruiser kind of thing and uh i parked it on a beach which uh, if if you go look online like it's a big no-no like you're not like those are for water man you're not supposed to put them on a beach Uh but how was i supposed to know that um when i went to go get back into it it just had been swallowed by the land. Like it just clipped That's... into the thing. And um, on PC, you can like turn on no clip and like go over there and then redo it or whatever. Um, but like mine was just gone. Fortunately, um, shout out to Hunk's feet on our discord <laughs> for uh, <laughs> always, tell- always shout out. <laughs> there's a developer console thing. So I'd literally like brought up a menu and typed to spawn Seamoth and like one appeared ahead of me and I could just oh, that's good. turn off the, uh, like the beacon, the landmark thing, um, on the old one, which felt a little cheaty, but like, I didn't really, like, it's real tempting just to do that for everything. <laughs> like you can just do, you could, yeah. you can literally give yourself all of the achievements in like 37 minutes. I saw you in this thing, but I don't. I don't really want to do that. Like I'm still having fun with it. Right. Um, so. I remember um, when I was trying to play Oblivion on my laptop mm-hmm. a couple months ago, I installed all these mods that I could never get to work when I was in high school. Um, I played on 360 and then moved to PC and I was like, oh, the world of mods. I can make this game way cooler. Um, and, you know, I never really knew how to do it. So as an adult, I figured it out, except for one tiny thing. Um, I couldn't interact with locked treasure chests. Um, or locked doors in the game which is like that's a that's a pretty big deal i think with the locked doors i had like a workaround where i could like make it happen if i whatever it doesn't matter long story short i had to eventually just use uh console commands to um unlock every single locked chest (laughs) that i found and it's like like one of my main skills was lock picking so i was like well this is completely useless now i literally can't pick any locks because this one thing doesn't work but i had i had come so close to fixing everything that i just decided you know what it's just i'll just i'll use a console command on every single thing and then once you start doing that it becomes extremely tempting to oh just yeah use dude. Console commands for everything that's it that's what ruined uh diablo 2 for me in autumn when that game first came out uh because like you could just you could get trainers and spawn every single item in the game and then like walk through as a living death machine and then guess what the game is no fun anymore like it's mm-hmm. just not it's not even fun because you're not playing the part of the game that you're supposed to play so um persona 5 royal came out yeah and it's like 
the updated version of Persona 5, basically. Um, and it has like new characters and all sorts of new stuff, but it's essentially the same core game. Uh, Steve has been playing it and he got the deluxe edition, so it came with tons of like, you know, DLC and all that stuff. So you can download these incredibly powerful personas. And he was like sending me screenshots of them. He was like, I don't know if I actually want to download any of these because it's going to break the game. Yeah. It's like one of the, the key things in this game is that you can't heal outside of battle. So in, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering it correctly, because <laughs> every dungeon would take forever because you could only progress so far before you just don't have enough health or enough, you know, um, magic ability or whatever the hell it is. Like you're 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 all your bars are being depleted. Um, and he got this persona that was just like, yep, automatically heal, like fully heal after every battle. Um, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to just, you know, stomp through the beginning of this game. I want to play it the way that, you know, it's kind of supposed to be played. But for me, finally, I was like, dude, you just sold me on getting Persona 5 Royal <laughs> because I, I tapped out at 60 hours of this game, 60 hours. And I was like halfway through. Um, so if I could just like breeze through like the, the dungeon parts of it, I would absolutely be okay with that. Yeah, I would probably, I might give that a shot because I liked everything about persona 5 except for the part where i couldn't be good enough to finish battles and then like the yeah. way the, the saves are like you just had you redoing a bunch of stuff that i didn't want to mm-hmm. redo and yeah i just i just tapped out uh subnautica has a like they have three different modes one is like the no cost like you could just build anything get go to town kind of thing and then the other one is like no this is the way we design the game um and we want you to play it this way and then there's a middle ground between those two that just turns off eating and drinking requirements. Huh. Um, Cause you have to like, I guess in the game, like they want you to find like water and food and you can like, catch the fish and like eat the fish and learn recipes to cook them. So it gives you all this other stuff and all that stuff is still there. I just, I don't really want to fuck with any of that. Cause it just seems, right. it just seems like tiresome in a way that I don't want to fuck with. And um, the way that you're talking about this game though, honestly makes it sound at least in the gameplay loop. It sounds like the long dark. Yeah, I'm sure it's. I was gonna add, like even mention that of like it really seems similar to the stories that you're telling of like oh except it's not run based right like it's all my progression is saved so like you don't yeah start there is a story mode to the long dark and when I first started playing it was um they they had put out like one chapter of it and then like a few months later they said hey guys in like six months we're going to completely rework everything that we've released so far and create a new story mode it's the same story but we have like new voice actors and new animations like. They really like buffed up their studio. So I thought, hell yeah, when that all comes out, I'm going to play through the story. And it's been like two years and I still haven't done it because every time <laughs> I pick it up, I go into survival mode and I just go as long as I can. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 fun. It's I'm, I'm kind of stuck at a place now where uh, like a guy came on and was like, you know, we're going to come save you. Like he came on my radio that I just built. I was like, mm-hmm. we're going to come save you. But like the first thing you need to do is like, we know you're on that planet, but we don't know where you are. So you need to break into the captain's room on the Aurora, which is like your big giant ship. And he, you know, so you need to figure out how to get there. Like you're probably going to need a radiation suit, but I, and I have a radiation suit, but the problem is there is these giant shark men that guard this whole thing that eat me every t- and my ship every time I get Uh-oh. close. So it's, and it's one of the most terrifying things in the world when these things like grab onto the front of your ship and then rip you out of it and then run off with your ship. And you're like, what the fuck? What is happening? Yeah. Uh, but I just, you know, save and reload. I just found like something called a creature decoy. But I don't know how to use them yet. That's supposed to let me slip onto the ship, you know. But like I slip into your girl's DMs every night. Yeah, that's <clears> right. That's right. Slip past those armored sharks or whatever. What about you? Have you have you been playing Resident Evil 3? Yeah, it's crazy because every, everywhere I look, like somebody I follow on Instagram beat it like five times before it came out um, officially because it just released early in like every country but America. 
Um, and then Eric in the Discord, I think, he, like the night that it came out, like the next morning at like 7 a.m., he's like, oh, I beat Resident Evil 3 twice. <laughs> um, it's a short game. It's probably like six or seven hours, like if you're pushing it. Um, I'm probably only three or four hours in, despite um, being incredibly excited for it. I just haven't played it a lot because I've been playing Animal Crossing. Um, as you've probably seen from the internet, Animal Crossing, uh, Animal Crossing has, has really taken uh, the world by storm right now. Uh, however, the, uh, the Bunny Day event, the Easter event in the game, has, has really derailed a lot of people. Um, now, I think holidays in um, Animal Crossing are usually something that's like a lot of fun and breaks up the monotony if you've been playing the game for a while. Because uh, if I've been playing the game for two months, and suddenly they were like, by the way, kiss, kiss, fall in love. There's cherry blossoms everywhere. And the Easter Bunny's here for some reason. And you can get, you know, Easter related items. I'm not into Easter or the Easter Bunny, <laughs> but I might be excited just to see something different. But this is dropping, what, like two weeks into this game's release. So I think everybody is like really annoyed that now every time that they try to like fish or chop wood or like dig up fossils, which are just daily activities you do in Animal Crossing, they're just getting Easter eggs instead. Um, and it's not all the time, but it, I think is really, um, it's really putting like a blockage on people's progression so that like, okay, I want to go, uh, catch some rare fish and I want to donate them to the museum. And that's like what I'm going to do today, except that every two out of three things that I catch is just an Easter egg. Um, so I can't catch any fish that I want to. And no, you know, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Um, and some of it is fun. Like I'm, I'm enjoying parts of it. Um, like, I really like the redesign, like I said, the cherry blossom thing, like all the regular trees in the game have turned into cherry blossom trees. So they're pink leaves everywhere. It's beautiful. I'm having a great time on my island. Um, so that stopped me. All, all the eggs. <laughs> it's just eggs everywhere I went, dude. It was just it's eggs. just eggs. Um, it's just eggs, dude. Um, that had stopped me from from playing as much. But then this weekend, like Friday, Saturday. I finally got back into it because I got into a good groove of finding ways to make enough money to add in new bridges and inclines so I could access new areas of my island. And I was putting um, new villager homes, places so that new people could come and and live. And I had this whole grand scheme set up. And then this morning, I just hit a huge roadblock. And I realized that just the geometry of the world and the way that everything is means I can't put a bridge or uh, an incline or a staircase in any of the spots that I had like planned on doing it. I had this big infrastructure plan of like, you're going to be able to go up this hill and cross this bridge over the river. And then you take this other thing up that hill. It was all going to be beautiful, Jeremy. And all of my plans have been dashed. I can't put a <laughs> single thing in a single place that I wanted to. So now I'm like, I don't even know what to do. This has been like, this has been days in the making now that I'm, that I'm churning this butter. And suddenly I can't do it anymore. If I was, so, um, if I was diving into like, 200 meters 300 meters into this like alien ocean to try to find some silver ore so that i could make a creature decoy so i could sneak past the weird sharkman and the only thing that happened when i hit the little limestone outcroppings that when i you know when i click it so i can get my silver ore is that i I got a bunch of fucking eggs i would be so angry all the time like i I, and i I definitely get it like i think i think you were right about the time thing because you just haven't had a lot of time to play the game like even with quarantine like i know people have been mainlining that fucking game but realistically like people still have to work sometimes so like yeah you know i play it like I, I except for now the weekends i probably played it max two hours a day yeah 
Um, and now you're, you've got all these plans because you're probably just getting to the point where the game is like really opening up and allowing you to build mm-hmm. stuff. You're getting probably dude, more Dude, we're blueprints. trying to get K.K. Slider to come to the island. Do you yeah. know what that means, dude? I don't. I don't, dude. It's I do have, the I have K.K. No idea. Slider, dude. If you just Google K.K. Slider, you're going to be like, oh, shit. You're going to have to go into, dude, do it. Uh, go incognito mode and search K.K. Slider. Oh, well, I'm not fucking. Oh, dude, this guy's cool. This guy's cool as hell, dude. What? Did you think I would find porn or what did you? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just because it's like, it's just so cool. Like you need, you don't even want to be caught looking at it. <laughs> is this dude? Um, is this dude the guy that's dropping Wonderwall at the party? Is that what's happening? Exactly, but 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 you want him to drop Wonderwall, or you you requ- request Wonderwall, and he'll go. You know what would be cool, Daddyo? If I played the song that inspired that song, and then you play something you've never heard of, and it's way better, and you go, "Holy shit, this guy fucking rules!" They've got a um, KK Slider real tag for dogs that look like KK Slider. <laughs> very cute in here chris i'm not gonna lie it's very cute so that's what we're trying to do right now that's like the goal of the town is to get tom nook to come to or not uh to get kk slider to come to town um and so that's my goal that's all i want my switch avatar is kk all right and it has been since day one so i'm really excited i got the kk slider uh switch controller it's got him on it i've never bought like a special vanity controller like that before um, and now I regret doing it because it doesn't have any rumble in the controller whatsoever. <laughs> so that's kind of like, was, yeah, no wonder this thing was $20 cheaper than the uh, pro controller, isn't it? Freaking HD rumble. Because it fucking sucks. It freaking stinks, dude. The Switch's rumble is like, it's a key feature. Is it? Like, is yeah. it? A, 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 I, uh, you play those games like 1 2 Switch, which I haven't played, <laughs> where you can like, never played 1 2 Switch. T- you can like tilt the Joy Con and like see how many like ice cubes are supposed to be in a glass like not, it's sensitive enough not and delicate that. enough no, that you, it could actually like i did i have been playing um luigi's mansion oh yeah it took um it took like three chapters to unlock gooigi which is the mm-hmm. you have two options is a you can either play it as like a single player and then you spawn a gooigi and then like you go tell gooigi to do something and he'll just sit there and do it and then you can take back luigi and then go and do stuff or you can have a second player just directly control gooigi um so autumn was really excited because she likes playing co-op games so she she played luigi's mansion back on the gamecube back in the day Mm -hmm. and uh but it's been weird because I kind of expected, I think, and I think she did too, of like Gooigi to be the the helper character, and he is. Mm-hmm. But like once they give him to you, like they really want you. Like the next level is like learn to play as Gooigi, and I just like it was no, it was no longer a co op game. Like, it was just like, oh, Gooigi's going to go through these bars that only Gooigi can go into, and and then he has to go do a bunch of things. So like Autumn just played the game for an hour and a half. It was really funny. Yeah, that game is weird for co op. So I bought it to play with Jess and. First of all, I realized I needed a second controller. Like the Joy Cons just weren't going to cut it. Um, so I got a second controller and then I started playing it and realized, like, you can't play as Gooigi from the beginning. Like, okay, that's fine. We'll get there. We'll unlock it. And then I think I played the first two levels and still hadn't unlocked him. And then she was like, I'm bored. Can we do something else? Yeah. <laughs> so we just haven't played it. But, um, and now it seems like because it's, it, it's like a, it's a single player game that lets you do co op. So yeah. it's not necessarily yeah. balanced perfectly. I think later on in the game, you probably have a lot more balance, but right now it seems like it's kind of a. It's nice though, because um, like I hate, I hate when like game people say girlfriend mode in games. Like I think that's mm-hmm. pretty um, condescending. Uh, right. But, Cause like, you're married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's your wife. <laughs> I play destiny with my girlfriend. Okay. I play Luigi's that's, mansion yeah. with my wife. <laughs> that's the, that's the issue you take with it. <laughs> um, but like it is, it is cool because like Luigi has his own health, but he also just like loses health and then respawns. 
Um, so like we got to a boss fight that was like surprisingly difficult. Uh, and for the mm-hmm. people that played the game, it was the, like, it was like a piano kind of thing. It was like a theater type boss fight. Um, but it was, I don't know. It's just, it was, it was really hard, but she, so she would die and, uh, but she would just immediately come back to life. So like it was, it was, it was very, it was not punishing, right? Like it wasn't miserable. Yeah. So yeah. So what other girlfriend games you've been playing, Jeremy? <laughs> That's it. Uh, do you want to talk about Resident Evil 2 for a little bit? Just let people know. Because I don't think we've talked oh, about that yeah. on the podcast. So About, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris and I this weekend um, streamed together for the first time. Uh, this mm-hmm. is something that Chris and I have been talking about doing for a, a long, long time because it's it sounds really fun. And guess what? I don't know about you, Chris. It was. It was a total was blast. A I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. We, um, we played Resident Evil 2, uh, which is a, a game that sounds like it's about zombies, but it's more about trying to find your girlfriend. Listen, if you if you know anything or you think you know anything about Resident Evil, you, you might be thinking of the older games. You might be thinking of the original Resident Evil 2. This is the remake. It's not about saving the city from a zombie attack. It's about finding Leon a girlfriend. And believe me, if you saw him, you'd know he needs one. He needs one bad. He needs he needs a controlling woman in his life like you read about. Um but in all seriousness, like I just it was it was just a really good time. Uh so if you're in the patreon discord uh i just put an announcement in and i'll probably continue to do that i don't like to use the at everybody's all the time but like if people are like i think that's me and chris doing a thing live i think it's worth dropping the at in the in the mm-hmm. discord uh but if you follow chris and i on twitter we'll like we'll be tweeting about this stuff when that comes out but uh and i haven't decided yet like it makes i think it makes more sense to do it on my channel because i have like 250 followers and like the Huntcast yeah, channel has like sure. zero <laughs> followers because nobody knows it exists but also like I don't know, like, to be, I guess, I don't know, it just seems easier just to do it that way, but, um, you know, we'll figure it out. It's not like I'm trying to become an affiliate or anything. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Um, Although Twitch does the thing where they send you your stream summary, and it's like, you got this many followers, and you get this, and here's your path to affiliate, and, like, I'm, I think, three of the five things done. Like, the only thing I need to do is stream on every day of the week, which is a weird requirement. Uh, Let's do it, dude. Let's do it this week. Let's do it this week. Let's knock it out. Um, what was the other one too? They sent me a thing and I can't remember what it was. Um, but it was something, it was something weird. Yeah. Stream summary requirements met. Um, I have 50 followers. Um, Oh, stream for eight hours, stream on seven different days, average of three viewers. And I'm okay. So I've got more 50. Yeah. So I've got two of the four, not three of the five, but I have to stream for eight hours, but I don't know about you, but not, like, at, not at once. Just total. <laughs> yeah. Just total. But we had to like, we went for about right at two hours and like that was all i could really like i was i wasn't losing steam i probably could have kept going but i had shit to do and also like two hours seems like a good amount of time to i don't know play a video game hang out jeremy you didn't eat breakfast um i got one request i got one request from jess because i said jess get in the chat she said how about you stream at a time that people are awake (laughs) i was like damn damn jess jess you are awake right now when you're telling me this be nice Um, yeah, just, just you're awake. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always a problem for me because uh, you know my pre-quarantine days, I would wake up on Saturday or Sunday morning and play video games. Sometimes I would stream them, and then like around time lunchtime would come around. Like me and Autumn want to go out and party, so like that's I've always streamed super early in the morning, and that's even during quarantine. Like yesterday, Autumn brought a bunch of groceries home, and we're making a bunch of food and all this other stuff. Like we we had chores, so we we didn't chore in. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I think people need early morning streaming in their lives, and I think they I need. Think so um, I think they need Leon's adventures of uh, finding a girlfriend. It's he's a honk. 
Chris, there's no doubt. On. There's no doubt in my mind that that dude is. He could, if you put him, like, if you're on season one, episode one of Supernatural, and you've never seen it before, you see Jared Padalecki, you see Jensen Ackles, and you see Leon Scott Kennedy, you're just gonna think he's the third brother. <laughs> Absolutely. What if we had a crossover, dude? What if we had a crossover? It's um, so much potential for a crossover. If you're interested in uh, some some crossover fan fiction, go to you know archiveofourown.com slash MOTW and go yeah. check out our fan fiction yeah. archive. I think that's our link, right? I don't know. I don't know how you find somebody's like page or whatever. Nope, it's not MOTW. I don't <laughs> I don't know what I did. Um, there is there is Monster of the Week fan fiction out there though that you can go find if you look oh. for, look for MOTW on AO3 and you will you will find it. So. Okay. Do you want to do some supernatural? Let's do it. 